Welcome back to the Goldie and Mike podcast. Good to see you. See what I did there? We're finally back on your screens on YouTube because lockdown has ended and we'll probably be back into it next week. We've got a jam-packed show for you this week, so uh, go grab that beer from the fridge and come and sit down with the boys. I have to apologise. My mum did not steal chocolates from her previous place of work. Is that all right, mum? Is that okay? Is that enough? All right, cool. Next. <laughs> well, did she watch it? She yeah, she, like, oh. she phoned me up. She was like, I did not steal those chocolates that I were given like, to me. I was like, <laughs> what are you were saying? I was like, all right. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul in February next year. Okay. What the fuck? I don't like it. I no. feel like as if... I do understand athletes and so on that take part in other sports, but I feel like when you've got people that are like taking part in the sport, like I had no problem with Jake Paul and uh, Nate uh, Richardson. Yeah. Because, or Nate Robinson. Nate yeah. Robinson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because like, cool, neither of you are professional fighters. I do mm-hmm. get it, like Jake Paul's been fighting for a bit. So, all right, cool. But... It's like when you get a legend in a particular sport like Mayweather, mm-hmm. I just look at it and I thought, look, dude, you shouldn't be taking part in this. Well, Logan Paul's only had one professional fight. Oh, against KSI. KSI. Well, two, because they the fought and they top, rematched, yeah. yeah. And he got beaten both times. Uh, I think one was a draw, and oh, then yeah, yeah. he lost the second one. I, did, I, did, I watched the fights. I did think uh, Logan was a better boxer than KSI in that, as in his stance was better, his punch was better. But KSI was just a fucking animal and came at him and mm. he had no fucking chance. <laughs> what the fuck? Mayweather's going to absolutely destroy the man. It, uh, he probably won't. He's going to do him like, he'll make it a bit of a show. A show like ex- you know what Exhibition, I mean? Yeah. a showman. But it's just like, dude, you're a legend. Like, you know what it takes to be among the very greatest in this sport. Like, you, this was your career. Like, don't take part in, like, cheapening the sport with, like, and no offense to Logan Paul, but like, okay, cool. You know, you want you want to fight, you have the right to do it, but you're not a professional boxer. No, like, no. Go fight another dude that's not a professional boxer yeah, himself. Yeah. That's yeah. my thing on it. Definitely. So, First of all, I, I wanna like I wanna congratulate Logan Paul on securing the bag. That's it. <laughs> but again <laughs> he is gonna get some money. That's the from part this. that surprises me because I do get Logan Paul's yeah. reason for taking part in it. Like his life's changed now. Like look at Connor. Yeah. Conor made a hundred million from that last fight um, yeah. with um, Mayweather and Conor McGregor. And and I, it, I didn't even bother watching it because I told people from the jump, "You lot are getting taken for a ride." Like, there's no way Conor wins this. He has, but they've he sold got, it to you. A box with those gloves. It's it's not that. It's like when you are a fighter in a particular sport and you come and take part in a different sport altogether. There's certain things you have to get down to basics, like yeah. especially when you're a UFC fighter and you then decide to take up boxing. Whereas UFC, you, you've you got this certain mentality, especially when you've done it for years and years and years. You can use your fists, you can use your feet, yes. everything. But when you then step into a boxing ring, if you're a UFC fighter, there's a lot of restraint that you're going to have to use. Like you're going to have to keep reminding yourself, I can't use my feet, feet I can't Coming do this, feet, yeah. I can't grapple. It's, it's instinct, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. The instinct's gone because you're constantly having to remind yourself of certain things that you can and can't do in this sport that's not your natural yeah. sport. And that's the difference. So it's kind of like, and that's what I was like, there's no yeah, chance. He, like, 
he just he he wasn't able to punch in that the weight of the glove of a boxing glove is so different. It's much heavier. So much heavier. But yeah, congratulations. The money is going to be ridiculous. It's Both of them. As well. are I don't to... get why Mayweather's doing this. Apparently, he's yeah. only getting like twenty million from this. No, I was going to get like one hundred and fifty. No chance. No reckon. No chance are they making one hundred and fifty. Oh, like, people paid like even Roy Jones Jr. and um, Mike Tyson that are legends in boxing and like everyone said, like, yeah, but people still watched it. That fight made about 80 mil. So there's no yeah. way Mayweather's making 150. I don't know, but fight. you're going to bring some a bigger audience because of the YouTube side of it. 50 Cent did say that Mayweather spends money like it's going out of fashion. I mean, like, the man has made so much money in his career, and he said that, like, he... He spends just as much as... Yeah, yeah. Most he makes It's like, it's so fast, and so he makes so much so quick, and, um, and spends it. And he... Yeah, that's why he keeps doing these like exhibition matches. But I, I saw an interview with him, and he was like, "Why can't like I'm retired? But why can't I do these exhibitions? I mean, like Bill Gates still makes money from Microsoft, but has nothing to do with Microsoft anymore. Why can't I still make money from boxing, even though I'm not professional anymore?" I'm like, "Fair, that's cool. That's then fair. Fight actual fighters. But you see, he's <laughs> not going to do that. No, no. And you see, that's the part. I'm like, okay, cool. So you know, why bother watching? Yeah, yeah. fight actual fighters as an exhibition match. How how tall is Mayweather? He's like. Oh, mate, yeah, yeah, baby. How tall is Mayweather? I don't think he must be like five eight or so. I'm yeah. guess off the Logan top of Paul's head. like six two, isn't he? Six three. That he's, don't make a difference, he's man. He's built big though. He's not. Um, Logan Paul's quite lean. Um, it's, he's tall, but he's lean. He's His lean. brother's big. His brother's big. Jake Paul's a bigger Jake Paul's one. Yeah. Bigger one. I mean, like, I know, I know, it's mad. Like Mayweather's going to win this, of course, but. There is the off chance that somebody that size oh, on, could Don't one hit. See, no? that, that's why people got suckered into buying the McGregor <laughs> fight. It's people like you that caused that. Like, you, I just, you, know, you know, if well, he I just, 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 just in case. One, you know, he could hit him. You know, he's always got a bunch of shots. Like, you know, anything can happen. And it's like people got suckered into it, all that talk. No, there is no chance Logan Paul beats Mayweather in any type of fight. That's just it. <laughs> I'm excited, obviously, about that fight, about um, Mayweather and um, Logan Paul. I, I know you said stupid, but there is a chance that I think... There is a chance something can happen. Unlikely, yeah. but there is a chance. And there's something about boxing I love to watch. Like, I get, I get like, a heartbeat sometimes when I'm watching. I get, like, I feel like I'm in it, and I'm I, yeah. a little bit of sweat. I'm, and I, when somebody's... When you see a boxer's knees, like, shake a little bit when they're about to get knocked out, it's... Like an animal instinct, it's weird, but I mean, it's it's good to see. It's nice when you see someone because it's nice when you see a competitive fight, but it's also amazing when you see someone just go in there and absolutely brutalize. Yeah, someone. like an animal. Yeah, like what's what are the top fights that you you remember? Tyson and Holyfield. Yeah, yeah. Where he bit his ear off. Ear off. Yeah, I I, don't, yeah. I remember watching it, but I remember obviously I've seen the highlights. But, but, but yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. I think it's more the incident in the fight, fight yeah. than the actual fight. But it's like he was losing that quite badly, up, wasn't he? The build uh, up Tyson. to the fight was insane as well. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, that was a big fight. Um, obviously, the more one of the more recent ones you've had was um, uh, Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather. Yeah. Even yeah, though fight that with... fight happened too late, I feel that ha fight should have happened like a good four or five years yes, before they, it actually did. They would, but they took so long trying to negotiate it, um, and I think um, Pacquiao were... had uh, two losses within that time because they yeah. were both undefeated. Yeah, when they first went, well, they went fight. into it, and it should have been done then. And then Pacquiao sort of lost his his sharpness a little bit, I think. Yeah, he had two losses on his record by the time, so that just pushed most of the leverage into Mayweather's hands. 
in terms of the money yeah. making and stuff like that. So. Some of the earliest fights I remember, I, I remember was um, Lennox Lewis versus Mike Tyson. I remember that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that was a massive fight. British versus American top dogs, and Lennox Lewis destroyed him. Um, yeah, you could, people can say that Tyson was it was late for him as well, but I mean, he could still punch the man. Still a beast now. <laughs> Oh, Tyson is one of those guys that like, you do not want to step into an exhibition fight with him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not happening. Um, speaking of Tyson, obviously, you have to mention the Buster Douglas fight. Because no matter yeah, how old yeah. you were when it first happened, people always remember it. Yeah. So, yeah. Whatever happened to him? Um, I, That was his glory moment. Like, people always going to talk about Day in the sun. Him. And he's so, gone. Walked off. That's it. Um, Lennox Lewis and Klitschko. Vitaly Klitschko, not Vitaly, Vitaly, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that happened a long time ago. Both yeah, the yeah. Klitschko's had amazing fights. Like, yeah, Vladimir's yeah. run at heavyweight domination, which went on for so long. Both of them, yeah. yeah. Another one, Triple G and um, Canales. Canales. How many times has that happened now? It happened twice, twice. I think. I think the Canales first won, one was a draw. And then Canales, and then won, Canales the won the second one by decision. Decision, but G, uh, Triple G thinks. Triple G, definitely. Like, okay, the first one, you feel like, Triple G definitely won that fight, but they robbed him because yeah. um, the I think the uh, judge had this absurd score in favor of, uh, of Canales, uh, Can- uh, Canelo, sorry, Canelo, Alvarez, yeah. in favor of Canelo. So it's um, it was like, okay, cool, it's a draw. And everyone's like, no, Triple G definitely won that fight. But then the second one, you could say, was closer to a draw. And then yeah. they gave the decision to Canelo and you're just like, nah. <laughs> Triple G is one of the best fighters I've ever seen he's just he's almost like a robot when he fights he's, he's just methodical and he's brilliant so is Canelo though I think he is a fantastic fighter he's a good fighter but I feel he fights a lot more at heart like Triple yeah. G's technique is just unwavering yeah. that's it some other fights that from when I was young I, watching Ricky Hatton oh. <laughs> watching him um, like was always exciting because he just he was just a bit of a pit bull uh, and then he came up obviously against Mayweather, Mayweather and Pacquiao and got both destroyed times. by both of them. It was so, so like, saddening to see. <laughs> it was Let's terrible. See. It's like you just watched them destroy him. Just different, different levels. Like, but we thought that he was up to that level, that, but he wasn't. He just wasn't the one. Anthony Joshua. Oh, yeah. And uh, Klitschko. Klitschko. Vladimir Klitschko when he, was an absolute fight. Because there was a moment where Klitschko. Almost had him. I saw... 11th round. Yeah. Was it Was it 11th? No, no. It ended in 11th. It was the ninth round. Ninth round. Because he knocked him down. He got yeah. up. And, and Anthony's legs were going. His legs you were could going. See. Like, he was about to get him again. And then the bell went. And yeah. you're just like, oh. If he had 30 more seconds, that was the end. But you have to give it to Anthony Joshua. Because mm. he knocked him down, I think, three times in that fight. Yeah. But the thing is, one thing I look at with that fight, and it's not to disparage Anthony Joshua in any way, shape, or form... But I feel like when Tyson Fury, we're going to talk about another of his fights in a second. When Tyson Fury uh, beat Klitschko, that air of invincibility kind of left Klitschko. Yeah, it did. Because yeah. he went for that run of like almost a decade where he didn't lose yeah, a single fight. fight. And he was just beating every comer. There, there wasn't many good ones in that timeline. I think they... they he had some people. He like couple. David Hay was a decent fighter. Oh, he know. went there and like David Hay had a lot of hype going into that fight. Yeah. Until he unfortunately broke his toe. 
<laughs> He's a man of excuses. That's, oh, all, I, that's all I remember David Hay for, though. I mean, he right. was a good boxer. He had a great fight, but I would just, I'll always remember him for the. Deontay Wilder, both fights with Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Fury. Big fights. I really enjoyed those fights. They were good. Like, I. It's that moment, and that's one thing every fight has to have. Like, we just talk about Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko. We talk about the moment where Anthony Joshua got knocked down, and then yeah. he comes up and he knocks down Klitschko three times. So, those are iconic yeah. scenes from there. And there's that iconic with moment you. that you remember from that first fight in the last round, and he knocks him down. and Wilder's just walking away like he's not standing up from that yeah. you just think like, Tyson Fury's done and he just gets up like the Undertaker <laughs> and he's like, he's like oh shit no way and he just gets and he starts jogging and it was like I was from that moment I said look if they fight this fight again there is no way on earth Wilder's beating Fury and nah, I said it I stood by it punch. Deontay Wilder he's got one of the most devastating knockouts yeah. ever now the other part by his technique is not great. Not He's not enough. a great fighter. Yeah. So if you're telling me you gave this guy the number one thing that makes you great and he stood up from it, how are you yeah. going to beat him the next time around? And one thing I love about Tyson Fury, his adaptability in fights is unbelievable. Like he's just going to switch up yeah. and like, okay, cool. Are they, they're going to have a third fight? Well, I don't know. I don't think so. I hope what? they don't. I, I, like, I think that's done now. I think now. contractually they have to. Yeah, I know, but it's annoying to watch. I think it's stupid. Because the first one was a draw. Draw. Second one he won, so I think there's a third one that has yeah. to happen, but they've been trying to break that contract. I think, I just, I want to see Fury Joshua. I, I, yeah. That's what I want to see, and that's, I don't know who, who would win that, but that's what I want to see. I, I, again, for me, Fury's the better fighter of all of them. I said this even when he was going through his bad period. It's like, I've just seen Fury knows how to fight with people. And the thing, and it's nothing against Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. They're both good fighters. Actually, Anthony Joshua's a much better fighter than Deontay Wilder. Yeah. My thing is this. What made um, Tyson Fury, and not just him, uh, Ruiz as well, mm-hmm. that one against Joshua, that one fight. It's not fluky. They fought a huge amount of amateur fights. So yeah, they've yeah. got that experience. Like, one thing about Anthony Joshua and the Deontay Wilder is they were kind of rushed from amateur to pro status. So you don't go the length of the amount of actual mileage you put in terms of the fights you're getting yeah. experience for. Like Tyson Fury's like record in terms of amateur fights is ridiculous. And then uh, is Antonio Ruiz or Anthony Ruiz yeah. as well. Have you seen? He's another one as well. And even in the fight, he lost the second time to Joshua. He looked like he's actually a really good boxer. And mm-hmm. that's it. But people look at the weight and they feel like, ah, this guy's not going to beat anyone. Yeah, there he is. There is something that um, I, I wanted to ask. So we have both in the past, on past shows, shared, um, shall we say, embarrassing sex stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, and we we've done our part by sharing our side to it. Something I think would be great, and for talking about in a future show, is I'd love the guys to, and girls at uh, home. Yeah, let's hear what some people are going through. Send us their own embarrassing Horrific stories. Stories. We like... will we will talk about it on the show. We'll obviously be completely no names. no names. We'll make up different names or whatever for you. But please either hit us up on the Instagram, uh, Goldie and Mike Instagram. Or email me on the goldieandmike at gmail.com uh, and we will 
discuss your embarrassing sex stories on the show. I think it'll be I fucking hilarious. Hear these. And the, yeah. <laughs> uh, so please do that. It's going to sound really fucking weird, but I was studying my brother. Yeah. Right. And because we were talking about movies last week, and it got me thinking, my brother James can put on a movie, um, and it can be any movie. He doesn't really seem to care. And he will just sit there. He won't re- he'll watch it. He won't really watch it. We scroll into his phone while he's watching and not really engaging with it. Yeah. And he'll like, he can like eat with it, eat meals and stuff while he's watching it, but not really paying his full attention, basically. For me, when I watch a movie, um, it's intentional. I've, decide, I've, I've thought a, a long process of what movie I want to watch. Maybe I've looked at ratings. I'll be very engaged in that movie. I won't do anything else with it. I want to watch it. I want to be immersed in it. Maybe I'll invite people over to watch it with me for something I really enjoy. And I'm not just saying this because um, I'm a movie snob or anything like that, but I, I'm mentioning it because I feel like he would want to enjoy the movie, but he has been too engaged in his work day during the day that when it comes to it, at the end of it, he's burnt out and he hasn't got the mental capacity to be able to watch and be engaged all day because we don't have, we only have so much that we can be engaged with, I think, on a daily basis. Um, if you were engaged with everything all day, all the time, you would be completely burnt out and it would destroy it. And I thought his situation is very, it's not, it's not much of an issue. Fair enough. He, he watches a movie, he doesn't really pay attention to it. But let's say you have a long day at work and you're engaged at your work all day. And then you come home and you've got family, you've got a wife or something. And the wife wants to talk about this issue. The kids want you to go and play outside or play in the house or whatever, or maybe you've got to do homework with them, and you're struggling to engage in those those, those tasks outside of work, um, which will have a huge effect on people's home lives, basically. If you can't have a proper conversation and engage with your wife when you come home or with your kids, you know, that's going to have a massive issue uh, going forward. So I just wanted to give you some, some advice, basically, in, in to help with that. Uh, so starting with, basically, when you are at work, yeah. Um, and you have a break at work. Let's say so you have your lunch break or whatever breaks you have during the day, whatever your work is. Um, actually take a break from your work. Uh, a lot of people will be like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll eat my lunch whilst I'm working, or maybe they'll take their lunch and they're scrolling on their phone or they're doing some other task whilst they're on their break. If you can basically just try and sit there without any other distractions other than I'm having a break, and my body's recharging, I'm relaxing. I know a lot of people work in offices, but let's say you work at home. If you could, have a nap for a little bit, if you can. Just completely shut down your brain. Don't look at your phone so much uh, in those period, in those periods. So, Because otherwise you are engaging whilst looking at your phone and engaging about thinking about things you're worrying about, anxieties you might have about what you have to achieve for the rest of the day as well. And you're never really shutting off. Uh, another tip is what in your workday can you have less engagement with and still complete the task? So things like emails or phone calls, can you achieve those things or do those things whilst work without having your full concentration on it during it? Any examples you think of things in your workday that you think that maybe you've given engagement to that you don't necessarily have to to free up other engagement later? I don't know. It's a tough thing because I feel like if you overthink about work, that leads to the burnout as well. Yeah, definitely. With the TV thing, I just wanted to quickly say... Mm. Um, an alternative view because I have that issue sometimes as well 
and I, I will tell you this, if you ask your brother, I guarantee it's going to be something along the lines as well. Sometimes just putting on a film isn't so much for watching it, but just to have like some background noise and just to drown out whatever yeah. else is going on because yeah. you overuse your brain so much sometimes during the day, especially in your job, Yeah, that when you get home and you just sit there, if there's just silence around you, your mind starts to drift, drift as and well, it yeah. starts to go into just thinking about random stuff, which can be work or mm-hmm. wherever else you've got going on in your life. But when you've got a movie or just something on on the TV in the background, even if you're using your phone or whatever, there's something to kind of distract and divide your attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so much as it's not, it's a bit, it's a bit therapy in itself, yeah. where it relaxes your brain because yeah. it divides your attention like you're what you're passively watching a film and where your mind is relaxed as i say he's been engaged all day at work so he whilst it's a bit of therapy he he might not be able to be able to concentrate on the movie he's just he's happy with it being background noise uh, and as i said being somebody who watches films like because i really want them you're I'm, the same, I'm the same as you yeah you have but to engage then, here's the flip side this is why i know the other side of it is because when we used to travel a lot so you, I used to have trouble with sleeping. Yeah. So that was always my thing. I used to leave my hotel room TV on 24-7. 24/7. And I have my laptop on sometimes. So I, there might be a movie on TV and a film on my laptop yeah. just for me to be able to just kind of drift off to sleep. sleep. I might not necessarily want to watch it, but I might feel while I'm awake, let me put this on. Yeah. And if I sleep off, I sleep off. And that's sometimes it. Silence is the worst thing sometimes because if you can't sleep and you've got silence or you just, it's yeah. awkward. Is really I've, funny. I, 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 I would agree. I would have agreed with you 100 percent two, three years ago. I, yeah. I just, I've learned maybe more in the last three. It's just, I, I enjoy my silence more these days. I like just sitting in absolute nothing and just. I can't sleep in silence. <laughs> I have to watch something to sleep off, or I, sometimes I play music yeah. and I sleep off. It's, silence is very awkward for me. That's mm-hmm. just it being just silent. It's kind of uh, okay. <laughs> Another another tip, obviously, to help to avoid the burnout and to be able to more, be more engaged when you get home is uh, when you are doing your important tasks at work, cut out all distractions. Put your phone away, put the Reddit, subreddit, whatever you're reading away, yeah. and just concentrate on your work. One, because you get it done quicker, uh, which means that you'll have less time to have to be engaged and more time for things later. Uh, but also, just as I said, I'm... I'll be doing work, I'll be writing away. Oh, I'm gonna read something on here. Maybe I'll watch this YouTube video, but I'll scroll through my phone. Time just and I mean by. and if I, time flies by, I'm being engaged the whole time and I still have to do my work as well. So then I get home and I'm like, I can't be fucked, you know, with anything else. Um, the one that kills you is when you get not so much an argument, you get into yeah. a debate in the group chat. Why you're at work, <laughs> and we have so many group chats. You know, as well. You're just like, oh, yeah. like, you're just typing away, typing away. Before you blink, hours have gone Boom. by. You're like, oh, shit, I haven't done any work. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm, I just, I'm like, mute eight hours, turn the phone over, anything, and no multitasking. I'm shit at multitasking, but I'm just like, just don't, don't do it because I am okay. Are you for a man? You're actually yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm all right. I'm multitasking. <laughs> yeah. Other other tips as well for um, trying to avoid burnout. What else? What else will work? Um, so I was just thinking about exercise, mm-hmm. obviously, um, going to the gym or just generally, um, you would think of like going for a run. Any, I think stuff ex- like that. the reason being obviously for those, those gym or extra running or whatever, whatever you do, um, or walks, yeah, they don't involve any engagement. Obviously. So you can, you can just shut off and do it. You can listen to your music, listen to a podcast, like you said. Yeah. Um, you can listen to us. <laughs> and uh, no, but no, engage with us. And 
and yeah, that really helps. And I think you said what you were talking about um, sharing. Yes, uh, talk to someone. Just talk to someone about your day. Yeah, yeah. Like, just you get if home. there's someone you can confide in, just sit Especially down and have a discussion. Well. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than like you're under strain at work or you're under strain at like under a certain situation and it builds and it builds yeah. and it builds and it just starts to feel worse. That that burns you out like mentally. Yeah, I know. When we also talk, we say normally like I mean when you, we share our issues, uh, it does sound like there's a weight off your shoulders a bit from it. Absolutely. And yeah, if you're having a shit day and you've been engaged with that shit day all day, you know, just to talk about it and maybe see it from a different perspective might help going into another day as well. And also control your mood with music. That's another thing mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Like we've discussed this in the past. Yeah, yeah. You can easy. That's the trick. Oh, I can make myself happy or sad through music. You can easily control your mood with music. Like if you're going through such a strain or stressful time, or you're going through some issues, it's like just play some music that that you can relate to in that moment, or yeah, just yeah. something that just makes you feel different. And yeah, it, it really works. So that's that helps. <laughs> Generally, the vaccine. I think Canada's um, approved it as well as the UK. The 90-year-old woman's taking the vaccine. Yeah, where was the 90-year-old? I saw a picture. Where was she from? I don't remember. I just remember her and her husband were dead. The concerning thing yeah. is now, after the fact, they're telling people that if you've got uh, possible allergies, that you should refrain from taking the vaccine because two people have had allergic reactions. But what from? So it's made them have like allergic reactions on top? Yeah. So if you've got um, certain allergies, they're suggesting that you... Fuck, I'm allergic to all sorts. Yeah, people with a history of significant allergic allergic reactions should not have the Pfizer biotech COVID Severe allergic reactions. Yeah, significant, not severe significant. Oh, so like anything, like if you're allergic to bees? Or just anything, you can be allergic to nuts and stuff. What do they mean by significant? It's very vague. I'm allergic to dairy, that shit makes me shit. Oh, (laughs) I have that as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I just like... It doesn't stop me though, I eat so much cheese. I stopped now, because like, I used to have like ice cream and like, you know, or milkshake and stuff. Uh, I really ill. I I love a milkshake though, I mean, I... I I couldn't do it. I haven't had like a McDonald's milkshake in years and I just, I I used to feel ill. You can apparently get some tablets though that... uh, Change it. I can't remember they're called. I saw something on Instagram. It needs to be like more of an IBS thing as well. You yeah, get yeah. Irritable bowel from it. Thing is though, so like, okay, yeah, fair enough. We'll deal with that as it comes. If people start getting mad allergic reactions, then they need to go back to the drawing board for it. Um, but what I would say, if London's going back to tier three, isn't everywhere supposed to be opening up, even tier three places on the 23rd? Yep. So what's the fucking point in putting everybody in tier three from the 19th to the 23rd? What's that going to do? It doesn't make any A difference. Sense whatsoever. If you if they, I feel like the government are playing it like it's like a video game or something. If if we really are, if London's so bad, then we, we shouldn't be able to open up on the 23rd either. But they can't do that because, again, like we said earlier, um, so many companies have lost out on so much money. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't deny them the opportunity to make money over Christmas. No, exactly. Yeah, they said they're going to review it on the 16th. I feel like a lot of tiers, like up north, they're going to bring their tier down to a tier two. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then we'll just switch over, basically. Brexit, no deal. What what's happening with that? Are we going to go into? Uh, are we, is it going to happen? Are we going to have go? Are we going to leave Europe, basically, 
with no deal. There's a high chance of that because at the moment, it just looks as if the deal that they were looking to make, there was apparently one part of it, one of the regulations there that breaks yeah, yeah. Uh, international law. So it's kind of like, it's a tough one, I'll be honest with you, because on the one side you think, okay, cool, you understand that they've got to do what's best for them. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, you kind of feel like, but you guys were so like adamant about pushing this through in the first place. You should have made sure, especially all of the people that were celebrating, oh, we need to get out of Europe, Farage. They should have gone Farage to come and make sure he gets the deal done. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I voted Remain, but I, then it, once it was pushed through... You might have used somebody who was going to actually... Who was a massive do, person do there. So like, okay, cool. You wanted this, go get a deal done Yeah, go get it done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it basically, for me, the only thing really, for me that what I've seen that really affects is the fact that we're going to have to have like travel visas and stuff. Yeah. Um, which I think would that be... That is tricky. I mean, for Europe, that's going to be an absolute fucking nightmare. Like getting a visa for the States, India, wherever you're going, is yeah. a nightmare anyway. Have to get to fucking Europe as well. That is going to piss me off, to be honest. That's going to be terrible, just for the simple fact that it's, if you're the type of person that likes to go on like two, three holidays a yeah, year, yeah. then what? Yeah, You one, can't just jump on a plane to... But what happens with people who like, own property in Spain? Spain, there's obviously a lot of British people that yeah. uh, live in Spain, so what... I think probably there's... There, there must be exemptions to that. Yeah. So Because you own are, property on that, I don't... I guess you can just own property in America. Yeah. You've still got to go, you can't live there, you've got to go... On a holiday visa, it's weird, isn't it? I think a lot of people also move out of the UK. Yeah, definitely. I think that's definitely going to be an option for a lot of people. I think people will move out of the UK just to feel like, cool. If this is the case, I might as well just go and settle in maybe France or Spain or Italy, and then yeah, yeah. you know, if there's like a visa that they can give me that's a longer term one, mm-hmm. then just like for example, people that come and live in the UK to yeah. work or stuff like that, they have a particular visa that they then get that then okay, cool. I can then go back home you, and I'll come back no problem. Yeah, do you reckon a lot of people might move to Ireland because they're staying within the Euro- EU, aren't they? That's a good show. I like Ireland. Ireland. Ireland's a good place. Like, I'll think about that during the week because, you know, we'll talk about Ireland the other yeah, day yeah. and it's like, they have some of the best, like, ballads ever. <laughs> they do have some great Yeah, they have tunes. some of the best ballads. Oh, wait. The Pogues aren't Irish, are they? <laughs> um, I think they are. <laughs> oh, shit. They probably are. <laughs> um, I'll take that back. You know the Danny Boy song that they sing for the World War Veterans song or whatever it is? Oh, yeah. Danny yeah. Boy. Oh, Danny, Danny Boy. The Hills. <laughs> yeah, That's an Irish ballad. Yeah, uh, they've got quite a few good ones. Food and veg is going to become a lot higher because of tax on it if it's not from this country. Um, and I don't... The UK don't make a lot of their they stuff. Don't. That's what makes it. Quite I saw tricky. I saw a video on YouTube of um, basically a supermarket, like a fake supermarket. They yeah. had all these foods and all the products, and normal, and it's everyday stuff that we have. Um, and they took away everything that wasn't British, and there was like five things left in the supermarket. That's it. And I'm like, people are going to be shocked because everything's going to go up in price. And not just that, we also don't have the consistent weather year round to no, to grow make grow a lot of this stuff. So exactly. it's like, yeah. Um, apparently, the deal needs to be done before thirty first of December, yeah. when the UK stops following EU trading rules. One good thing is that I know that some education will still be able to happen cross borders. So, I mean, if you're if you're European, you're in the UK, to do like, and you're doing an educational course or program, that's 
able to continue with no issues and vice versa, yeah. which is good, even with no deal. I mean, which is which is good because yeah, it's a long term commitment, isn't it? Yeah, That's yeah, why. exactly. But it's good. Other than that, I fucking I don't know. Brexit just bored the shit out of me. It did before. I know it's so important to our country, but it does. It does bore me. It just maybe because I wasn't for it. One thing I want to know because you know, obviously, we, people we have to change passports and all of that stuff. Yeah. But what if you've renewed your passport recently before I did. Brexit? I did mine as well. I, got, like, I, was, um, I thought I was going to get a blue one, but I didn't. I think 2019. I yeah, did yeah. mine, yeah. So mm. either 2019 or 2018 before the end of it, but it's, I did it recently. So it's like, uh, well, yeah, it was 2018. What happens now? Like, do you have to send in the old one and get a new one? Or I hope not. I would have thought you'd be able to keep the old one. Not that I'm going away anywhere anytime soon. Um, yeah. But I hopefully not. And hopefully... Um, We'll see. If, if anybody knows the answer to that, please let us know. Oh, I'm comments. going to be everywhere next year. Wherever I can go, I will be there. <laughs> Without a vaccine? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> they got force Mike, you to take it. Like just going around the world, spreading it. All right, um... Fantasy football week 14. Dum, da, dum, dum, uh, for dum, some dum. people, that's the start of the playoffs because some leagues, we have a smaller league, oh, yeah. some leagues are bigger and they start this week. Um, my picks last week were on fire. I got pretty much all of them right, but my own fantasy team lost again. <sighs> I'm on like a four-game losing streak. I did all right last week as well, I think. I know my man Hawkinson did yeah. well again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, didn't have... Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think. Or, he did, yeah, he yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor did well. I, I have had him in my team the whole year. I drop him. Yeah. And it's the first game he goes off. <laughs> and I think I picked AJ Brown, didn't I? Yeah. He had a good week. So, yeah, it wasn't bad. Good Even week. though they lost in general, but he had a yeah. decent week, actually. Um, it's a lot easier to pick other picks than my own team, it seems, at the moment. It just depends on who you're coming up against. Like, Well, no, it's not that it's, I've got too many classically good players I'm like oh I can't drop them but then they, yeah, they just fuck me anyway go off and someone else picks them up oh yeah. Uh, yeah and Averod had a good week yeah alright what about uh, week 14 horseback who are you going for I'm going for old Russ I think he was oh, Russell again well yeah New, New York the kind Jets. of stifled him the, the, so the, the Giants, Giants stifled, him. stifled him, but the so he'll Jets get revenge against the Jets. <laughs> yeah. The Jets are definitely trying to lose. Of I, I don't they care are. what anyone's saying. Of course they are. That nonsense against the Raiders is just absolutely that's, terrible. That's why they. Otherwise, they would have sold. Uh, sold. They would have fat, fired um, Adam, Adam Gaze. Yeah. yeah. I was like, how do you send a zero blitz when like you've got thirteen seconds left in the game? You're up by four, meaning you have to score a touchdown, and they're on there like 45, 46 yards. Yeah. Like, come on. Like <laughs> you couldn't like you get tank fine for any. That. That's it. You couldn't tank any harder than they. Did you see did. the pictures, the meme pictures of the. Uh, it was like uh, it's after the snap and yeah. it's and the formation. It's just somebody's drawn a tank. Oh yeah, like <laughs> on the pitch. And then you got the safeties just spying there. I'm just like, yeah. dude, there's no one there. Just drop back. Yeah. They're like, we'll give you all twenty grand. <laughs> we just. Stop it. Someone made a phone call down from the top. So, yeah. Uh, are you going to like, hold on. Somebody pressed the tank what are you doing? Why are you winning this game? <laughs> hold on. What are you doing? Stop Stop playing. Stop winning. <laughs> stop winning. I feel sorry for Sam Donald. Um, yeah. Hopefully he'll go somewhere next year. Same. Same thing happened to, what's his name? Um, Josh Rosen, didn't he? Yeah. yeah it was yeah. terrible. Yeah. Bad times, man. But, um, both good players just in a bad time, bad situation. 
Uh, for me, for quarterback, I'm going for uh, Ryan Tannehill oh, good this job. week of the uh, Tennessee Titans. They are playing Jacksonville Jaguars, mm-hmm. who are giving up so many points to um, opposing QBs. Opposing QBs. Uh, so that's my pick. What about uh, running back for you this week? Running back this week, I have um, Eric Henry. Oh, so yeah. for, because they play Jacksonville. Yeah, I feel they'll have a good game this week. Yeah, he did yeah, not have a good yeah. week last week. Um, yeah, I was going to pick Silas, but I decided to go for Derek Henry. The alternative to that would have been Aaron Jones. Well, that's my pick. Yeah. My running back is Aaron Jones. <laughs> uh, for Derek Henry, obviously, I think last week, the reason he wouldn't do so well is because Cleveland were up, they by, were about up 38 by like 30 points at, at the half time. So, I mean, it just kind of wrote Henry out of the script. Although yeah. I think Tannehill should have maybe checked down you know, a few, like, a few um, of those. Screen passes. Um, he's your biggest weapon. They're quite close, though. They did. And and they'll, they'll definitely come back this week against Jacks, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, my pick is Aaron Jones for the Green Bay Packers against uh, Detroit. Yeah, 32nd against the run. Fucking awful. Detroit, yeah. Just awful. They're awful. I mean, and you've got him in your team, so. Yep. Smash it. to go. What about wide receiver? I've got Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. You're playing Atlanta, 31st you, So, you, obviously, what a weird game for um, the, the LA Chargers, Chargers against know. New England. And the worst thing was, they didn't actually look that bad when you actually watch the game. You look at the scoreline, you feel, yeah. how did they lose 45-0? And Cam Newton only threw for 69 yards. yards. Um, what's it called? Jared Stidham came in in mop-up time, like a few minutes left in the fourth quarter, and he threw for 61. Did he? Uh, Think about that. <laughs> including a 38-yard yeah, toss, though. Yeah, Cam Newton's a bit squeaky like, bump. Yeah. But uh, LA, I think they, they fuck them out. they're fucked themselves by the special teams. Special teams is terrible. It's absolutely just so awful. I mean, if they need to sort their special teams out and they'll have a better chance. Because Herbert's a great fucking quarterback. He's going to break some records as a rookie. Um, and yeah, Keenan's a great pick. He, he's his main target. He's like, first read is Keenan. Every time. Yeah. It's just, Keelan is a brilliant 50-50 receiver. And he's him right, and Mike Williams And his well. route running. He's, right, he's so probably, good. between him and Devontae Adams, they've got the best yeah. route running in the league, two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Julio and all of them are good, but it's like, until Antonio Brown gets back to what he was, I think yeah. it's between Keelan Allen and Devontae Adams. Their route running is unbelievable. For me, uh, wide receiver, I've gone with Justin Jefferson. Oh, nice With one. the Vikings. Vikings. They're, They're just on a Tampa. roll. They're playing Tampa. Uh, Tampa's got Coming a good defense. They've got good front seven, I would say. Their well, corners can be had. Yes, like. exactly. Yeah, Jefferson's on an absolute fucking roll. Uh, he's, as a rookie, uh, he's doing so well. Rookie wide receivers never do well. And he's, doing, he's got more points than DK Metcalf. Yeah. And think how much Metcalf, how much hype Metcalf gets. But the thing is, and this is where it's tough, like, in Seattle, they're both almost number one receivers, both Metcalf and, and Lockett. Uh, Lockett. But in um, Minnesota, yeah. the way they play, they use Justin Jefferson to spread the field. And then when he gets to the red zone, Kirk Cousins focuses only on Adam Dillon. Yeah. And that's the way they play. So it's yeah. kind of like, it's uh, that's why he gets a lot more yards and points than yeah. uh, Metcalf because he's more of the deep threat. So deep he's going to rack up a lot more yards and, generally. Yeah. Even though he definitely gets doesn't get as many targets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. What about tight end? If he's back, I'm going for Mark Andrews against Cleveland. Cleveland. He's currently on COVID, but I think he would be activated. I'm a big fan of Baltimore this uh, this week coming against Cleveland. 
Yeah. And then with everybody having COVID and hiding, they've kind of had a bit more time to prep and they look better than last week. And they're just out of the spotlight. Yeah. I think that's, Tampa's going to be like helped as well coming off their bite with that as well because mm. I feel like there's so much heat on Tampa with like the games they were losing. Even the games they were winning, there's yeah. so much press on them. Now I'm like, no one's really spoken about them in nah. the last week just since they've gone in their bye. And it's they'll like, ball and then they'll, they'll do the cycle again. And yeah, that's it. Um, so that's a good pick actually. Um, yeah, Lamar Jackson looked a bit better. Was it last night he played? Was it yeah. night before? Night before. No, you're right. Last night. Yeah, last uh, night. Yeah, yesterday night. Weird having Tuesday night games. Yeah. Uh, my tight end pick for this week is Dalton Schultz. Oh, Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. Um, I'm, reach, I'm reaching a little bit here. Cincinnati are shit against tight ends. Yeah. They're also not doing well since obviously losing every single offensive weapon they have. So uh, the defense are on the pitch, on the field a lot more. Uh, and Dalton Schultz, I feel like him and Amari Cooper and the Red Rifle. Yeah. Um, gelling a little bit now. They're, they're getting a bit. Well, they looked better last week, and I think he, he didn't play badly. I no. honestly didn't think so. Um, what's his name? Andy Dalton. He didn't yeah. play badly at all. He was just even the um, interception that he got. The ball was tipped yeah. when you watch it, and you saw like, and it comes back to what we were talking about the other day. Like, they need to change this. There needs to be a different stat for certain things, like. The tipped passes or the ones where the receiver catches it, it bounces out of their hand and someone else... Or, do you get what I mean? Those, Those need to place, stop yeah. being interceptions against the QB because he's done his job. Yeah. If I throw the ball to you, you should catch it. It bounces off your fingers into yeah. someone else's hands. Why does that affect my stats? They need to start putting a stat against the wide receivers. Yeah, definitely, 100%. And then to even that out, when they throw the ball to a wide receiver less than a yard or two yards away, that should count as a rushing touchdown for the receiver as opposed to a passing touchdown. Because especially Mahomes, he does this thing that really irritates the life out of me. Yeah. Where they stand at the line of scrimmage, they'll be like 50 yards from the end zone. They run the play. He flicks the ball up. Tyreek Hill catches it, runs on Miko Hardman. All he does is he flicks the ball up or he'll just throw it to shovel it to the side. They catch it run through like six players, get all the way to the end zone, yeah. that's a passing touchdown. You've not passed him more he's than a yard. Yeah, and he's ran the ball like... He's done the whole fucking he's work. He's done the whole work all the way to the end zone, but it counts as a passing touchdown to you. Yeah. Like, stupid. I hate that shit. Like, stupid. If you don't do it, they need to put a limit. Like, okay, cool. Let's go so far. Within, it has to be at least seven yards. Unless you're like, maybe within the five yard line. Yeah. That's of, yeah. The of the end zone. End zone then, yeah. Okay, cool. Then, yeah. yeah. But then, I've started doing it, and running backs are the ones suffering from this the most. Like if you and this is not criticized Rogers as well. Rogers does a lot of this, and Brady's done quite a bit of it this year as well. They do a huge amount of one and two yard touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like the re- running back should have those that, as rushing. That should be a rushing. should be like a rushing yeah. touchdown. They're just like they're just gonna chuck it instead. If so it's like, Tom Brady, I've got forty the quarterback sneak. Like so, yeah, quarterback sneak. I respect that because you're you? putting your body on the line. True, I guess. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like okay, cool. Either the running back. If I'm a running back, rushing, though, if I'm a running back, like, throwing it for a yard, like yeah, come like, on, come on. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Rogers is really good at that fade, though. Like, he, yeah. he, they, they do it with Green Bay. They just they're they so do it good a at lot. It. It's just like he's just gonna go like he's gonna play action. He draws it back and he looks yeah. and he just fades it to um, yeah. Adams. Uh, what about defense this week? So defense this week, I've got the Saints against Philly. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> uh, well, I use my um, sleeper one then instead. I've got the Panthers against Denver. Okay, Panthers Denver. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Denver. <laughs> 
they give the ball up a lot. Uh, Drew Lock, he's back, isn't it, Drew Lock? He does a lot of picks. He has a lot of picks because he's just he tries to throw it up as much as he can. Really, I mean, oh, you just give it to your guys to make plays, but they're all young. Mm-hmm. All of them are either rookies or second year or third year, all on their offers. Right, uh, my defense for uh, the week, as you, as you said, we had the same Saints um, yeah, against the Eagles because one, the Eagles are trash, yeah. um, but also two. Well, um, we have no idea who's going to be the quarterback this week. Um, True. If it's Wentz, then Saints will get good no, it's points. Hurts. It's going to be if hurts. it's going to be hurts. It's they definitely going to be hurts. They've announced it. Yeah, um, Doug Peterson announced it. Do you, so interesting. I don't know. They can't. I guess the only the only bad thing about having the Saints defense for that, if Hurts is playing, is that they can't watch practice film to get ready for the game. They don't know what True. Hurts is. They going don't to be know. Like. That's the good thing, and you feel like that might give them an. Uh, a bit of a spark, like Peterson yeah. said, but the, where I don't agree with that it's going to make that much of a difference is just because of the fact that putting in Hurts doesn't change the fact that your offensive line is hurt most of the time. It's, yeah, it's doesn't so injured. change the fact that your receivers are all hurt most of them and the ones that have come back aren't looking that great either. No. It's, it just doesn't fill in all the holes that you have on your team. Yeah, so, they, they'll, they'll be better this week. But I mean, I don't think much. Uh, the Eagles are trash. <laughs> Well, they're still in with a chance to win the I NFC. I can't believe they are. Uh, do you have any sleepers for us? Yes, so my sleepers for this week. Um, I think Herbert has a bounce back week this week. Yeah. yeah. Against Atlanta, 32nd ranked. I don't really want to pick them, but yeah, I think he has a bounce back week. He'll be better than he was against New England. Oh, absolutely. Way. Yeah, he's definitely going to have a better week this week. Uh, for running back, my sleeper this week, I did have a really good one picked uh Either Jonathan Taylor or Naheem Hines, because oh, so I feel like the Colts, in, playing? Um, they're playing Vegas Raiders, who oh. are 29th against the run. Yeah, fuck it. I don't get... I think Bruden's going to be sacked, I think, by the end of the season. I, I don't think so. They've done all right. Like, they've got a winning record, when you think about it. Yeah, I mean, there's just been some weird fucking games. Like, what is, sometimes they just disappear. They, I think what they, the Raiders, they play to their opposition. True. So they all, like, if they come against a big team, they, they play... How they play against a big team, but a, yeah. a small team, they play small small team game. So they sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't work out, yeah. That's a, it's true, but it's a bit of a weird one because I feel like as if when you think about it on the face of it, they've done I I just feel like the perception's quite jarred a bit because yeah. if you sit down and objectively look at it, they've done a lot better than anyone expected them to do. Especially in the last few years. They've just they've a built city on the, as well, like yeah. all the players are living There's been lives. an improvement. There's yeah, been yeah. an improvement. Especially going into a new stadium as well. Yeah. Um wide receiver, I decided to really reach on my sleeper this week. So I went for uh, DJ Chalk mm-hmm. on um the Jacksonville the Jaguars Jags. against Tennessee. Yep. So I don't feel like their defence is great, Tennessee. No, Tennessee's so, um Either him or Keenan Cole. Keenan Cole. Keenan Cole, you play yeah. both Jags. I feel like one of them will have a good game. Yeah, Tennessee's um, secondary is not Not strongest. great. The other option I thought, and this is a role sleeper, Jamison Crowder for the Jets. I feel oh, like yeah. the um, Seahawks don't have the greatest defense either. They don't. And you know what? That <laughs> it gives them, because they want to tank in the game, they want to lose it. But they still want to but be But they always try to keep it close, yeah. That's yeah, it. So they'll, and, and Seahawks will put up a lot of points. So, yeah. Jets will put a point He's got like six, seven touchdowns this week, this year. This year. So, yeah, yeah, it's not been that bad. Jameson Crowder's so, a good point, actually. Jameson Crowder. Yeah. Um, tight end. Tight end, I've got Darren Fells for the, what's it called? Uh, Texans. Texans. Who are Texans playing? They are playing the Bears, but they're Bears. not that great against the tight, tight ends. ends. Yeah. 
Yeah, Bears are a good defense, but yeah, they're not the best against tight ends. Aaron Phelps, yeah, my sleeper defense for the week. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. I think they will pick up defensively. Uh, the Giants, if um, Daniel Jones is back this week, he will fumble the ball to them. He does fumble. He, he fumbles the ball every week. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Arizona's defense just looks shit to me. I don't think like it's shit. I just feel like they don't. They're on the field too much. Yeah. If you look at um, the rate of play is so fast. It's in the so quick, and so there's a lot clear. of three and outs, three and outs, three and outs with Kyler. Mm. It's like. The way that it is now is like because before they used to be off the pitcher because he used to use his legs a lot. Yeah. Now he doesn't rush he a lot rushing, in games yeah. and it's like his arm isn't as accurate. Like, no. do you know what I mean? You see DeAndre Hopkins looking frustrated at the end yeah. of games now. It's, you don't want it. And then um, the, the main guy who's always in the slot for them, um, Larry Fitzgerald, he's not played that in the last game injured, or so. Isn't he? Yeah, so it's, I think he had COVID. Oh, do you have COVID? Larry I think Fitz. he was on the COVID list. So it's like you're worried, like, uh, but we'll see. I think their defense. They've got some good guys on there, but I feel like we need to mark it down. This might be the last we start seeing of Patrick Peterson. He's lost he's been a step. Gra- yeah. He's been great for such a long, long time. Long, time. long, play. long time. Like, when you talked about, like, the top three corners in the game, at any point in time over the last at least five to ten years, you always had to mention Patrick Peterson, Peterson was there. Yeah. You had a phase with Daryl Rivas. You had a phase with... Um, Akeem Talib, the other phase with uh, Richard Sherman, but he All was always there, always, always there. around there. But it's people are beating him too quickly he now. Definitely, so. he's lost a step. Unfortunately, he beat so much now, and I'm looking. I'm just like, is that still back? Is that you? Is that still you? Is that still you? When Buda Baker's not out there on the field, they don't look the same, and it's it's worrying. <laughs> Thank you once again for joining us on Guardian Mike Podcast. Nice to see you guys again. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe. And also don't forget to send in your embarrassing sex stories. Yes, we really please. want to watch, like, know exactly what those are. <laughs> and we will try and share them. We won't mention any names, obviously. But yeah, have a good week and take care of yourselves. Peace.